Hello. Good morning. Today I'm going to speak about a genius. Sad to say, it's not about me, so don't switch off yet. It's about it's about the world chess champion, a child prodigy, Norwegian born, and now aged 25 years. I say prodigy because he became a grandmaster of chess at age 13 and is currently the world chess champion. His name is Magnus Carlsen. His legend is growing by the day. He is said to be able to play 20 other chess players at the same time. The legend goes even more exciting. At the 20th anniversary Sorn conference in New York, Magnus did something he never tried before, or nobody else did. He took on three opponents simultaneously and was blindfolded himself and with a clock. He defeated the other three. Now that sounds tough, but Magnus was up for the challenge. One of the Sunday Times columnists whom I admire greatly and read regularly is Dominic Lawson. And for what it's worth, he is the son of Nigel Lawson, the Conservative Chancellor for many years, and also the brother of Nigella Lawson. Now, who doesn't know delicious Nigella? I can't see any hands raised. Yes, understandable. Nigella is so famous for her recipes and is so pretty. But back to Dominic Lawson. I learned only recently that he is president of the English Chess Federation, and he hosted Magnus Carlsen recently when the latter was on a visit to London. Apparently Dominic is one of those with whom Magnus spars occasionally. You know, like the boxers who must have people to spar with as a method of maintaining ability. Now the purpose of my mention of this genius Magnus and Dominic is not to talk about chess in particular. I, for one, can play chess. But of course, I could not win if I were playing a ten-year-old. But at least I know what chess is, and the fact that it's played on a board of 64 squares and the 16 pieces for each player, comprising one king, one queen, two rooks, two knights, two bishops, and eight pawns. All this makes an infinite number of possible moves, strategies, and wins or losses. This is the exciting part. What a genius usually has is the ability to see several moves in advance, whereas poor me, I can only think of one move at a time, and then it's usually wrong. So if any of my listeners wishes to boost his or her morale in chess, I'm offering myself as the sacrificial lamb. Come play with me, and you're bound to win. However, my message this morning is really about talent and how we acquire it. Of course, with Carlson, the talent must have been inherent. He must have been born with that particular ability. But other factors must come into play so that the genius can have the opportunity to flourish and gain fuller expression. In the case of Magnus, there appears to have been an active ingredient in the person of his father, who encouraged him when he showed tendencies at infancy 
to play with toys that required thinking rather than just handling. And this is an important message I gained from looking at many of these situations. I was told once that a psychology study revealed that nearly every child is a born genius. It is family and society that smother the flourish of the child's genius. How true this is, I cannot tell. But it is common knowledge that we all do not use all our intellectual power that nature gave us. There is so much unused power lurking there in my brain that I haven't yet managed to mobilize. Oh, maybe it's too late for me. But I trust that you, or at least most of you, still have this opportunity to mobilize as much as possible of your reserve powers, physical or intellectual, and anything else that you may have. The point is that we get these examples of child prodigies every now and then, from the girl who entered Oxford University at age 13 to the so-called autistic boy who was able to draw the pattern of the facade of the London's Natural History Museum just from memory after looking at it for a while. To me, it is encouraging to note that on average we are more intellectually empowered these days than we were some generations ago. A big part of this is certainly due to better and more widespread education. And when society progresses, it pulls up the weak of us by the strong of us. So, my message this morning is very simple. As our school head teacher would write on, on reports, we could do better. Yes, we could hone our abilities so that we shine in one field or another. We can try to enhance whatever inherent ability we notice in our children so that they can see what talent they have and how to develop it. And last but not least, we can act as a large family rather than the nondescript notion of society, by which I mean we hold a sense of responsibility to all around us and see how we can strive to enhance excellence all round rather than behave competitively, thereby smothering other people's ability. Give a lending and lifting hand to others, whether close family or friend or indeed stranger, where possible. Remember that excellence breeds excellence. If you improve and allow others to improve, society or our extended human family, as I would like to call it, will also improve. Goodbye.